0: Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. And let me welcome rolling down the Urban View River. He's got a new book coming out and a town hall that he's doing this week. He is, of course, amazing. His new book is The Grift, Black Republicans from the Party of Lincoln to the Cult of Trump. The one and only Clay Kane from the Clay Kane what's Show. What's
1: up, Karen Rebels. What's up, Caritha? One and only Karen Hunter. I love you so much.
0: Man, you know the feeling is mutual. (laughs) So um, I saw this come across my Twitter feed, and I was like, what in the hell is happening here? That's my first reaction, right? So then I was like, well, okay. Like, why not? We had a whole ass apprentice host grifter, as you mentioned in your book, as president. Like, he won. Why not Cornell West? He at least reads books. Like, I know he reads books, and I think he cares about people. He's going to put progressive issues onto the agenda, which we need. This is why you run. You have a primary so that issues can become part of our discussion. I think he's going to put some good issues out there. Like, he just laid out in his announcement, which I don't think he had anybody with sense listen to, because I would have been like, take that music bed out. Let's put something a little, maybe a banging hip-hop beat or something. But y'all coming back with, anyway, distraction. Let's start with uh, Clay, your thoughts.
1: Well, I talked about this uh, on my show. Um, I love Dr. Cornel West. His book, Race Matters, came out 30 years ago in April. Uh, It changed my life. I adore him. I've been on panels with him. He is a uh, brilliant intellectual. That said, um, respectfully, I do not think I just wish when these rich people or powerful folks, however you want to call it, run for office, can't just start at City Council, can't just start at the House, the Senate, do we have to start as President of the United States, and when you start this way it just feels a bit. unserious to me and later on in the clip he calls Biden milk toast and so on, and I think we can be critical of Biden, but now as you're a presidential candidate we're going to be critical of you, Dr. Corno West. Now all eyes are gonna be on you and you're gonna be chopped up, and you know, your every little thing that you've 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 written and everything that you've said is gonna be dissected. So now the criticism, let's all remember that Dr. Colonel West was very critical of President Obama, as he should be. And now folks are gonna be critical of you, as we were critical of Andrew Yang. He's running the forward party and so on. So I I hope it's sincere. It just feels a bit um unserious to me and folks have said maybe he'll elevate the conversation uh much of his platform sounds like what the democratic party is now there's that and um it just feels Uh, like another person uh, who has a lot of access running i'm questioning
0: why not city council whatever he's not interested in being a politician Mm. so So you you run for president because you want to jump, catapult into the national conversation around what people need, which I saw like Jesse Jackson's campaign, Keep Hope Alive, being much that, you know, this reverend organizer, Rainbow Push, why not, you know, run for city council or whatever? No, he wanted to put the platform on the national. This is how you do it, you know,
1: but he's running the third party, though he's doing okay well
0: well some would say yes and uh and a ralph nader and uh ross perot right there's been iterations of this. some say we need a third party so when do we start one i agree maybe should have been 2021 not now but yeah i think we need to have as many people in as possible to give people the imagination to actually get out there now Throwing, throwing bricks at Biden who, if you blow on him too hard, might trip and fall, it, it may not be. And, and even saying that, I know it's making some people like, why are you doing it? Because it's a reality. You know, he's 80-something years old. Corner, what's a 70? We're not talking about a spring chicken either. D- and, <laughs> in black years, you know, black anyway, I'm not even going to go there. But, you know, it's different is my point. But I'm not mad at him running. I just timing is everything. And I'm just like, why now? But Dr. Mitchell, your thoughts?
2: It's so interesting. I mean, the first question I have is, is it possible that the same way that Elizabeth Warren pushed conversation so that things became a part of Biden's platform, is that possible? But it feels quite different um because of the third party element the other question i have kind of to clay's to clay's point about these people who have a lot of access and therefore they run i wonder if part of it is just the fundraising element because you never actually have to give that money back Again, that, that may be a cynical question, but that's one of my very sincere questions. When you bring up the question of people who have a lot of access and jump in the race, and we may or may not see results from it, but they never have to give that money back. Mm. Oh, so those okay. are the two things that immediately came to mind for me. But you know, I I similar to to Dr. Cordell West, I'm a scholar and I'm a humanities scholar. And one of the things that I'll say that came to my mind when I heard this announcement is I thought about the way that the humanities empower you to be a problem solver. And so I definitely can see his belief in thinking that he can be a problem solver at this, at, at a larger scale. I'm a- <laughs> Those were my three responses.
0: Yeah. I- I'm gonna blame Google and Chat GPT for this. Um, I'm gonna blame <laughs> it's AI. I'm gonna blame Skynet because I feel like AI has given people. Uh, I don't. I feel like we're in a nation of narcissists.
2: Well, especially what? after Trump became president, why shouldn't yeah, somebody else? That, that
0: shouldn't be your. Well, if this bag of sack of whole gaslit uh, Taco Bell filled. Yeah. That's that person be can be happen. that I should be able to. But the the question should be that that happens should be such an abomination to you that you never want that to happen again. So we need to raise the bar. Like, I want people who are smarter, better, more humane, more, you know, have vision, more experienced than I like. Government is a, is a thing. You know, it's not like. There, there are rules <laughs> to how things get done in government. You just don't show up and like, oh, so many, so many people who are, you know, new to Congress realize, and I've had lengthy conversations with people like Keith Ellison, who I did a book with while, while he was in Congress and every two years having a fundraiser and then you have constituents at home that you have to contend with what is happening now is totally not in line with the way this government is supposed to run. Like the Marjorie Taylor agrees. And these folks out here fundraising in real time with their divisive ways in which they're putting, you're supposed to actually be working for the people that sent you to Washington. So I, I, I don't know where we are right now. I just, I'm like, what the hell? Who, who, everyone should run clay. You should run.
1: You know, but Karen, that's part Seriously. of the reason why I was saying why start there. I mean, of course, you're right. It's about the power and just go to the presidency. But you know, Dr. Cornell West worked at Princeton, worked at Harvard. Somebody couldn't show up to work at Princeton and Harvard with with a, a, a GED and said, "I want to do this because you know." Oh wait, um,
0: wait! I know I th- somebody at Harvard that does not have a. Well, yeah, I guess that that,
1: that isn't the that isn't the norm. That's teaching. Like if, if, even on radio, you know, you got to pay your dues. If you believe in this thing, you know, you're going to go through the process, go through the journey through that's it.
0: That's not but, that's not the truth though, right now. That's
1: that's and that's what bothers me. I don't want to see any whether it is a a Trump or somebody else uh, uh, use our politics uh, in that way. We have some really phenomenal people. Um, someone who I love is uh, Jamal Bowman in New York, who are really on the rise. Malcolm Kenyatta, Chevron Jones who are really doing the work to try and get to a space where they can do this. And what is kind of funny when I say this respectfully, kind of going off of Caritha's comment, is that Dr. Coronel West is one who is very critical of the elite. He's very critical of the elite and the powerful. And so you wonder what kind of power and money, according to what Caritha's saying, is gonna come with this run for president. Cause I will say this, it's not to win.
0: So- oh. I don't think he thinks he's running to win. I think he thinks in his mind that he's running to bring issues to the forefront. That's what I think. I don't, I haven't had a conversation with him. I don't know that, but it just appears uh, armchair that he's not intending to win. And maybe it is fundraising. Cause I also know as much as we think professors make a lot of money, I think middle school math teachers in Houston make more money than a lot of college professors. Even those uh, at the top. He definitely
2: doesn't have that problem though. Yeah. <laughs> no, not even close. So. But the okay. thing that's right. I interesting.
0: I, I mean, I'm going to say this, Dr. Mitchell. Sorry, respectfully. Some of the people that you think have money don't. Some well, of
2: the, the speaking engagements alone. Yeah, but that doesn't
0: mean they're good stewards of their money. doesn't mean they ain't pay, They Maybe they ain't pay their taxes. Those, those come without taxes, right? You ain't file your taxes. You ain't give a third of that or close to a half of that to the IRS. Immediately, you're going to have to pay penalties and interest. Why do I know that? Because I've been there. <laughs> It'll never again. It's a bad place to be, to, to make money and then have to get fork over most of it to the government because you didn't file taxes because you didn't think you owed. That said, I'm saying that let's not make assumptions. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I just think that, well, okay. I won't touch that. Part. Okay. I, All right. I, I, just, I won't touch it. I'm part. never
0: getting people's pockets like that. I never make an assumption. I got money.
2: Part of what's interesting about what you said, clay that I really latch onto is the critique of the elite. That is very much a cornerstone of Dr. West's message. Absolutely. Um, I will say from the standpoint of a scholar in academia, one of the things that I've noticed that your comment makes me think about in this moment is that there are a handful of scholars who, and I'm definitely not naming names, so don't even ask me, but but there's a handful of scholars who are very much about a Marxist critique, leaning towards socialism and so on, who make a a huge amount of money, a huge amount of money. <laughs> A startling, astonishing amount of money um, to someone who grew up on a on a dirt road, a jaw-dropping amount of money, and it never becomes an issue. And to your point, it will be an issue in the presidential race. It's never an issue in the circles as they're set up now. But once we're talking a presidential race, then yeah, it becomes an issue. And that, to me, will be very interesting to watch how that rolls out.
0: To both of your points, um, thank you for engaging. We're going to ask people what your comments are. 866 um, 801 To the unseriousness of this, which yeah. I absolutely agree with you, Clay. It is unserious. Is America unserious? Like, it, I feel like that genie can't be put back in the bottle. We're going to have a, a conversation today uh, about AI, because I've spent two hours listening to an interview which was... Powerful of a former Google exec who has written several books and uh, his name is Mo Gawadot, uh Egyptian brother, and I'm going to play a lot of it tomorrow as well. But I think about this country's unserious, you know, as I'm in these comments, people don't read. They don't think critically. They have no analytical skills. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody wants to be seen and liked. Everyone could be an influencer. In this current climate that we're in, Can we have serious debate on issues? Can we really have a candidacy? Because if we're being honest, the Democrats have done a whole lot that we can't even start to talk about because then we get the man fell down. He's 80. Nobody likes Kamala Harris. But uh, do you have better, you know, a better future? As a result of the policies it's build back better, which you won't see for another five years, probably with the infrastructure in your, you won't see that. And the Republicans will take credit for it if they, God forbid, are in office. But this is how this thing works. They drain our budget. The Democrats come in, save the auto industry, save your jobs, save your lives, literally give you a pandemic plan. The next people come in. Rip up the pandemic plan. Oh, there's a pandemic. We don't know what to do. Here's some hydroxychloroquine and some bleach. Oh, but I'm taking a vaccine. Shh, because I got the COVID. Give me that special cure. You know, it's it's an unserious place that we're in. We're gaslit every day. We don't have a media. We don't have a media that we can rely on. Chuck Todd is not, you know, I'm glad he's gone. But whoever's replaced, the the, the the institutions are faulty. So how do we how do we even have... We the people, any kind of power to push any kind of agenda in a space like this. I'm just frustrated.
1: Karen, I mean, I feel like we are in a war between the serious and the unserious. Mm -hmm. And I'm concerned the unserious (laughs) are the ones who are winning. And uh, that's a very scary thought. And it only gets worse. And it's an avalanche of foolishness and worship of the worst things of our country. And in wars of ideology, nobody wins, nobody wins, it is a, a lo- it's like going into Vietnam, you know what i'm saying there was never going to be a winner. And Lyndon B Johnson knew that and JFK knew that and so on, so yeah this is where we are, so this is the 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 contagion that we've created. That we have accepted these things in our politics we've ex- in our even even outside of politics in our culture we've celebrated certain things. And you can't think that wouldn't seep into our politics. It wouldn't seep into our government. And that's why, although I don't think Dr. Cornel West is an unserious person, I am worried this is an act of unseriousness that is not gonna help. And all I want, and I could be wrong. I love to be wrong. All I want is for things to help. I want things to help because this next election cycle, it is gonna be a monsoon of foolishness. And that's just not what I want and I desire, and I think we're in a war of the serious and unserious, and that's very scary to me. And I don't know how to fight that.
0: Me either. I'm a, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm at a loss. You know, um, you know, we I don't I don't want to ridicule or you know undermine. There's so much noise. And to your point, you know, we work by the the Sonia Sanchez edict, you know, that Dr. Carr gave us with the Africana Studies framework. I added, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, but how do it free us, right? So if if we're going to use that as our due north, I, I don't know how it frees us. So that's why my message is always everyone lives somewhere. What are you doing right now to make? your little block better? Is there a block association? Is there litter? Like, is there something you could do every Saturday with the kids? Is there an empty lot like Andre Andre Lee Ellis in Milwaukee, one of the most dangerous neighborhoods, decided to take an empty lot and plant some stuff and invite the young kids that were causing problems to come and show up and pay the money to garden. And it changed the trajectory of their lives, and now they have black tie affairs and things, and these young boys are growing into great men. But that's one man. Right. But we're all just one person living somewhere. Can we do that? Like, because if if we're being honest, Clay and, and Dr. Caritha, you know, we have always kind of lived in, in this country as black people in particular under and, and white folk with no land or money. Let's be honest. You know, yeah. the most poor people in this country are white people or the most that's people right. on welfare are white people. But they vote. They, they've been tricked into voting their color this, this made up construct because it gives them some internal feeling of superiority, but you, your life isn't any better. You got folk living in trailer camps right now with no running water. They're dumping their little waste in the street. People got to step over it in places. It is, it's about to go down. It's about to be the purge out here. Right. And so as I look at the state of our union, I don't, I don't know what to do when we every day are fighting these battles of ideals, when people are going to sleep under in a tent under a bridge, children are not eating, children are not being educated. Like, there's some serious things going on here, and we're fighting over closing Target. Like, are we are we serious people? Are we serious people over Jesus? Would he <laughs> and going to hell? Because so, I mean, come on now. I don't know. Um, Speaking of that, I uh, I had a a conversation about what's going on in Uganda, and somehow people can't understand that that is an American evangelical. uh, Thank you. Yes. I mean, but even saying that, I'm like in the comments, I'm like, I said (laughs) a group of evangelicals literally crafted the law and then threw millions of dollars into the Ugandan economy to get this thing passed. Do you think that's Mm -hmm. not for you here as well? and if and it's not about homosexuals, do you understand that it's not about whether people are gay or not? If so folk get caught up in the Again, the ideals and not in the reality that this is about power and control of people's bodies. Is this is this what you want? I mean, we're supposed to live in a free land and you're okay with it happening over there, not realizing that it's going to happen here. It's the same people. Nuremberg laws or Jim Crow laws. Same right. laws. Eugenics started in America. Same idea and it spread, it spread, it spread. So it, they they pick things that people, you know, it's like what percentage of the people can we oppress right now that we have the numbers to do. Ah, here we go. Your thoughts. Is there, is there an agenda, Clay Kane? And you're doing something on Wednesday on Urban View uh, that I'm, you know, chef's kiss to you. Thank you. You've been here for, what is this now going on? Five years? Five. Five years. Five
1: years. Yeah. Maybe five, five years in July.
0: Okay. Well. No, I'm sorry.
1: Six years. Forgive me. Yeah. <laughs> Started ah. a Sunday show. <laughs>
0: that's right. That's right. That's right. So, so what's happening on Urban View on Wednesday?
1: So, Karen, um, on Wednesday, we at Urban View are celebrating pride in our way. Uh, we're not doing it via a whole bunch of corporatized rainbows. Uh, we're not doing it starting June 1st and then tearing everything down June 30th. And I mean that from my heart, that uh, I am, me and a lot of other folks out there have been increasingly disgusted with the way that companies and certain people have um churned this quote-unquote pride thing into we see with juneteenth now the um founders of the lgbt rights movement marsha p johnson and sylvia rivera would be disgusted if they were still here they'd be cussing everybody out yeah so what we're doing is we're going to go in conversation versus talking about a community we're going to talk with a community who are in our community. You know, Karen, you know on these airwaves sometimes that, you know, conversations just happen and you know, you don't you know, you're just going with the flow and too many times the conversation of trans folks have come up. And so I wanted to talk to black transgender people. Black transgender folks in America, Reese Colbert and I. This really was birthed on Reese's show on Saturday when she was talking about these strange uh, selective laws around the trans athlete that's going to come along and just take away all, you know, every <laughs> woman in sports. And we said, we got to do this town hall. So we're going to talk to three people, uh, Teek Malam, Hope Giselle, Travell Anderson, and go deep. And it's not going to be uh, an analyzing of their genitals, or uh, an analyzing of Trans 101. No, these are people who are in our community, who are working every single day. What are the things that we're missing? What are the experiences we're not hearing about? What does pride really look like for them? Because pride is really anti-establishment. Pride was really anti-police violence. A lot of folks don't know during that Stonewall uprising, when the NYPD was storming the, 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 the Stonewall bar, Black and brown folks came down from Harlem and the Bronx to join that uprising against police violence. So we're gonna look at it from that way, that perspective. That's how we're gonna celebrate. So if you wanna attend, it's gonna be in DC, RSVP at SiriusXM, June 7th, uh, 3 p.m. Then it's gonna air on June 8th. It's Reese Colbert's first town hall. It's my first town hall in DC. So I'm super excited. This is my way, our way of celebrating and honoring pride, talking to these folks who are a part of this community we don't have time to throw the black folks away they are a part of our community
0: beyond that um we never used to do that right right so i this is some new stuff that we're in uh because when when oppression happens police violence whatever they don't stop to ask you know uh a lot of questions right and in our community, I think, if, if I read this somewhere, that trans women are the most violated in terms of mm-hmm. violence, acts of violence and killings in this country. Why, why don't we want to know people as people? I started the show talking about Breonna Taylor and Tyree Nichols because when we evoke their names, they never die because they were people. And the reason why their lives were taken was because they weren't seen as valuable people. And as long as we stay out of relationship with human beings who roll up their sleeves every day to get out here and live a life that we all want to live a life, we all want to live a life and live it abundantly and be happy and have joy. Why don't you want that for other people? If they're breathing, how does their breathing bother you? Like, and I feel like a lot of us have opinions about how other people live. And if you're not living that way, you never, I I, I don't run into people. If I'm not in circles, do you know what I'm saying? Like you don't have, you you don't have to go to a Beyonce concert. <laughs> I said it. If you don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there are choices you can make. You can stay Doug Dynasty your whole life and never have to see anything. So why do you get involved in things that don't involve you? And why are you getting in the way of other people's joy and happiness? I don't understand how people muster so much energy for the lives of other people and they don't focus on theirs, which I think is probably the reason, right? I mean, that's maybe, the unseriousness. Maybe, maybe not living a life. You got time. You got time. So I want to thank you um, because I, I don't think I've ever heard that anywhere this kind of conversation is always kind of minstrelsy. You know, it's always when, you know, there's several shows, drag shows on, it's always some sort of slapstick comedy. It's almost like step and fetch it, version of step and fetch it. It's a version of Pig me Markham, you know, but to have real legitimate conversations with people around issues that matter to them where they never get a forum to have a conversation, you know, like, yes, flame Monroe. I know we, we've had flame on the show, um, and, and, you know, I know that there are things, but that's Flame's story. Flame yeah. gets to talk about how Flame lives Flame's life, right? But that's really only one voice. And it's just like black is not monolithic. I'm sure trans is not monolithic. I'm sure gay is not monolithic. So why why do we put these things in boxes and and call it a thing as opposed to having conversational so, God, thank you. Uh, Yeah, and can
2: I just say really quickly that it was so amazing to hear the idea birthed on Reese's show, the way that you all just you were just talking through the issues, and then it became, okay, let's do this as a town hall. So it just feels so exciting to know that that is coming full circle in DC uh, shortly.
1: And you know, can I just add that this is the work that we do at Urban View, and this is why I'm so grateful to have this platform. This is the actual work that we do. And a quote that I live by from Zora Neale Hurston is I am not tragically colored, right? So that's the way that I see my life. I am not tragically black. I am not tragically gay. I am not a victim. And so despite what folks like Tim Scott makes us think that we all think we're victims and Clarence Thomas or Condoleezza Rice, I guess, whatever, that's not true. And one of the things that I wanna show in this town hall is that For anybody young person out there listening, you know, when I was younger and I realized I was gay, I remember thinking, I thought I'm never going to find love. I may die of AIDS. Uh, My life is doomed. I never thought there was going to be any joy. I really believe that. And I want folks listening to see that I want to know about their joy as well. Not that there is a war against trans folks, against black folks now, but what is your joy? how are you getting through with your joy because you are not tragically trans, right? And I want us as black people to celebrate the joy, to celebrate what does that joy look like? And too many times, and if if it happens once it's too much, I see people, even in our community, um, critical, judgmental, bring their God, bring their religion into somebody else's authentic joy. And that is part of the work that when I first began this, I wanted to be able to do on these airwaves. So it means a lot to me. And we as Urban View, we are not tragic. You know what I'm saying? And it also challenges these narratives of even what some quote unquote liberals are trying to do. It's not a woe is me thing. It's that I wanna be able to live and breathe my life just like you. And that's how we're gonna fight. And whether or not you want progress, we ain't going anywhere. I ain't leaving this country. My grandfather's friends from the, the Jim Crow, South of Virginia. He was a business owner. He I ain't leaving. We're going to fight. We're going to stay here. We're going to be here. And if you don't like it, Oh, well get over it. I'm bringing a seat to the table on the whole bit. So there's just so many levels and why I'm so excited for it. And to have Reese by my side.
0: Mm. Y'all are a dynamic duo. Um, think about chemistry with these airwaves, you know, and when I envisioned sitting here, I never wanted to do it alone. I look at you know me being one piece of a giant amazing puzzle of greatness, and we need all of the pu- piece, puzzle pieces to make the picture whole, right? So the first time you came, on, I was like, oh, Clay's got got it. Let's yes, let's go. You know, her Reesey. Okay, let. All right. Y'all not gonna give me no bandwidth. I'm gonna create some what's what's going on on the weekends. Let's go. Let's go. You know, and at every turn and I'm still fighting because everybody should be heard. You know, it shouldn't just be a bunch of cronies and friends with the same views. You know, Dr. Carita and I fought on these airwaves over <laughs> things, you know, because but we still love each other because at the end of the day, we don't have to agree. We just have to know that we're all fighting the same fight, which is freedom for all. My freedom may not look like your freedom. My life may not look like your life, but you you got a right to live it as I do, and we should all fight for your right to live, period. So I am so proud um, of what you have become, but you were already that when you came, right? So- um, well, Very few
1: folks saw that. To be fair, uh, you saw that because <laughs> very yeah. few people didn't see well, it. I'm just you know,
0: saying. it's like you you're getting your blue ivy on right now. You know how she <laughs> each show she's getting better and better yeah. and better as she gets her confidence. But she is the seed of Beyonce and Jay-Z. Uh-huh. She's going to be great. The greatness is already there. Right. So you you were already great when you came into this space. I'm just happy to see you own it. Right. Like when you talk about Urban View, it's beyond anything I could even see. So, I, you know, I'm sitting here listening. I was like, oh, okay, look at this thing, you know, it's just taking over. And that's the way it should be, right? People mm-hmm. should bring their thing to the thing and make it better and bigger. And you have absolutely done that. So, thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Clay Kane. Clay Kane, y'all, listen to the show. If you missed today's show, you can catch it on demand. Get the app. Get the app, download it, make Clay Kane your favorite. You just put the little star and you hit it and make him your favorite. And then you can listen to him on your walks in the morning, right? You can listen to yesterday's show. You can listen to today's show. And, of course, make my show the favorite as well. And all of Urban View make the channel the favorite. Uh, but this is Wednesday uh, in D.C. People can join virtually. You've put it out where. Where can people get the link to send an email to to join you on Thursday? You and Reese.
1: They can get it on my twitter uh which is clay kane c-l-a-y-c-n-e they can get it on Reese colbert's twitter as well too they can get it on the urban view twitter on the urban view instagram page on my instagram page i believe we we know you have until 1 p.m tomorrow to rsvp uh i don't know if there's that many seats left so if you want to get in there do it now don't wait and then of course it'll air the next day on my show on uh june 8th so you'll be able to uh hear the uh entire experience so it's gonna be good and I'm super excited. And uh this is why the journey is so important, right? This is why you can't start right at you can't start right at the presidency. Sometimes you gotta go through the walk and the journey to get up there. That makes it even better. Some folks who start at the top, they fall real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I
0: mean, that's 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 normal. We're not in normal right now. Maybe we'll get back exactly. to normal. I don't know. I don't have too much hope that we will, but we're gonna keep fighting anyway. Uh Clay Kane, the Clay Kane show, one PM Eastern. Right here at 126, he rolls down to Urban View River, up and down, Reese Colbert, Saturdays as well. You could check her out uh, live. Her show is live. You can call in and, and get some of that Reese smoke in every Thursday. She's on the Clay Kane Show. Uh, I am so grateful to be able to be in community with you. Uh, I'm so proud of you and your book. It is The Grift. Black Republicans from the party of Lincoln to the cult of Trump. This should be a bestseller. So we're gonna push It'll it. It'll be out next year. Yeah. It's gonna so, be
1: fire. Yes. I'm uh, super you know, excited. You know some know. of the de- you've read some parts, Karen. Already
0: you know. I uh, already know. <laughs> when we come back, Dr. Karetha and I are gonna be in community with you. A bunch of you want to talk about Cornell West's announcement. We're also gonna talk Mike Pence, Vivek, uh Ram and Marianne Williamson and Robert F. Kennedy and whoever else is running. Maybe, maybe Clay should run. I think he should. Maybe he should. Good damn it. Well, before I,
1: right. before we do that, you know, okay. Karen, well, I ain't never really gone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to the Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126, or anytime
2: on the Sirius XM app.